Today, we cover the top 20 niches for writers, speakers, and coaches. If you don't want glitches when you mine for riches, stay out of the ditches and dig these solid gold niches. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. We are excited to be here, and we have a special treat for today's podcast. We have some powerful PowerPoint to share. So if you're listening and you're not watching, you might want to head over to YouTube and search the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast to pull up this episode because we do have some slides that will be amazing. But Hey, if you're just listening in, that'll work too. So Coach Tam, we are ready to rock and roll on how to pick your niche in the 20 most lucrative, proven, and profitable niches. Yes, and we're going to just start with this idea of picking your niche. So we want you to pick one niche. You want to have one problem that you solve, one people group, an ideal client, what we call an avatar that you're going to work with, and one irresistible offer. Now, there are four categories of proven niches. Here they are. It's relationships is number one. Health and fitness is number two. Three is business. And four is self-development, personal development. So under these four categories, there are number of specific avatars that you can help, specific problems that you can solve. There are 20 of them all together. These are what we call the 20 proven niches. And we're going to go through them one by one with you today. But I want to start by saying your niche is not carved in stone. So for most of you, there are a lot of different things that you can do. You can talk about parenting. You Maybe you're an expert at parenting, or maybe you're an expert in some business topic or some spiritual topic. So there's a lot of different things that most people who are speakers, writers, communicators, influencers, ministers, business people, that you could talk about. And you don't have to solely stay in one niche, but initially, you have to pick one niche. You're going to have to pick one thing. So let's go through them. And as we go through, for our members of Inner Circle who are joining us live for this podcast, you hop in the chat when you see a niche that you like. You can hop in the chat and say, hey, I like that one. Talk about that in the chat if you like. All right. We're going to start with our relationship niches. So number one and number two of the top 20 are dating, dating for men and dating for women. And I'm going to say that you're not going to want to focus on both initially. As long as there are single people on this planet, there will be people who want to improve their dating lives. So start by focusing on men or on women at first, not both, since each group requires different messaging. So here we go. Relationship niches one and two are dating, dating for men and dating for women. Number three under the relationship category 
is marriage and family. And this includes blended families as well. Just like dating, there will always be people who want to improve their relationship or their marriage. Most people, especially men, Zach, aren't going to look for coaching unless the relationship is in trouble. Why do you think that is? What is? I mean, women, we we get a little bump in the road. We're like, okay, let's find a counselor. Let's find a coach. But men, they don't want to ask for directions, do they? Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's true with with almost all the niches is that women women are buyers, aren't they? Yes, we are. <laughs> are we buyers, Bunny? Well, I mean, just because there might be 47 Amazon boxes in my living room, I would say, yes, we probably <laughs> are. We are buyers. We are buyers. But buyers, I, I, think, buyers. I think that that women might be more naturally wired for relationship. And so they're kind of more inclined to disarm, like, you know, kind of lower their guard and connect yeah, emotionally. Sure. Yeah. And our whole relationship concept, like it's 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 emotional. So I think it's like, yeah, what is the ask there of a, of a man, you know, he and he might not know what he doesn't know. So yeah, right. So so if you're if you're in a marriage niche that is reaching men, let's say you're a man that's that's wanting to reach men in the marriage niche, then it would be good for you to focus your marketing on those trouble areas, the areas that that make men go, I don't even want to come home at night. Like what's what's going on? Are, are, is there a lot of fighting in the house? Is there, you know, what are what are the big the high level issues? Those are the things that you're going to want to focus your marketing on. And, and also on on that point about you know men are going to really pay for relationship help if they're in trouble. It's true in almost all the niches, and we kind of think about it as like vitamins versus painkillers, right? Like yeah. it, vitamins are great. We love vitamins. Vitamins is a like multi billion dollar industry. But you're going to have a lot better time getting clients and getting people engaged with you if you're solving a painful problem, right? Because a lot of people Correct. come into like their niche and their market and their message of like, oh, if you do these things, it's really going to help you long term. And that's great. There's totally a place for that. But where it's a lot easier to get people like, help me take my money is when there's actually pain, right? Because if you got like a really bad headache, you're going to pay for a solution versus like, oh, vitamin C is great. You know, maybe we could even position vitamin C as though like, is if like, if you're on the verge of getting sick, you got to get some vitamin C versus just like, oh, it's a daily good thing to to be doing. So I think in all of the niches, you've got to be thinking of your solution being a painkiller instead of a vitamin. Right, right. I was um, just communicating with one of our members, actually, who is pivoting to this next niche, which is parenting. Number four is parenting under relationships. And she put a marketing message in our private Facebook group and said, what do you guys think of this, that I unlock unlimited potential and success for young people? And my reply to that is that most parents are not going to easily strike a big check for unlimited potential and success. It's aspirational. But again, it's a vitamin, not a painkiller. So when you're marketing to this parenting niche, it's going to be the same thing. Like if you're talking about behavioral issues or or drug use and smoking, belligerence, rebellion, anger, that kind of stuff that's making the parents really miserable and scared for their kids, then they're more apt to get help for them. Now, it's not to say that within your program, you can't 
show the kids how to reach their highest potential and be successful. But we've got to market in such a way that it gets people willing to spend money with you so that you can spend more time with them and you can help them. Whether it's dealing with specific disabilities, school competence issues, or bad behavior, many people are more than willing to spend money if they believe it can create a better future for their kids and for their marriage. Because in the parenting niche, it's also going to affect the marriage. So that's number four. Number five under relationships is divorce and post-breakup. Bouncing back from a breakup can be hard. Many people lose their sense of self and struggle to create a new life as a single person. So if you can become the go-to coach for this big life transition, you can create a full roster of very grateful clients. So that's the relationship niches. Let's move on to the health niches. Number six, this is under the health niche. Number six is weight loss. This is one of the most proven and profitable niches out there. For better or worse, our society values appearance very highly. Not being at your ideal weight can create all sorts of confidence and health problems. And if you can help people look good, you can make a lot of money as a coach. This is the weight loss. And this is, this is a good one and I think a really proven profitable niche because it's very obvious to people. Like when people are aware of their problem, they're a lot more willing to pay to get help. And there are times when people have problems, but it's not a forefront front burner issue. They might not even see it. Maybe their spouse is always saying to them, hey, you know, you have this issue, but they don't even see it themselves. But with weight loss, that's a pretty easy one. Like if somebody is overweight, they can tell. They can tell multiple times a day and they feel it. It's a, it's a very strong pain point. And I think that's what makes it one of the best niches to be in if that's your field. All right, number seven, this is a little bit different, but it's under the health niches and still, again, very specific. This is muscle gain. This is another great niche. Since gaining muscle means gaining weight, it often attracts a different group of people from the weight loss niche. So be aware that whether you help people with weight loss or muscle gain, people are going to be paying attention to how you look and they're going to want specific plans to achieve the same thing, right? So it's it's going to be kind of difficult to be, for instance, a muscle gain coach if you're skinny as a rail and you don't have muscle, right? You, so in this case, you're you're the poster child for your own product. You need to look the part. All right, number eight, sports, sports coaching. When someone has a specific sport or competition that they want to do well in, they become very motivated to get help from an expert. This is coaching in the most traditional sense of the word, and it's not going away anytime soon. Number nine is stress and anxiety in the health niche, stress and anxiety. As our lives become faster and more complex, many experience new levels of stress and anxiety. Not everyone will be receptive to working on their anxiety, but there are people who are aware of the toll that it's taking on their health, work, and relationships. Find those people and you have yourself a coaching business. And can I just say that this is one of those niches that I think requires education as to the detriments of what's going to happen if you continue to live with high levels of stress and anxiety. Because I think that in our culture, especially the American culture, that we're more or less conditioned to think it's normal. 
It's just normal to be under stress and to be anxious all the time. No, not really. So that's one of those fields where you kind of have to educate people. Like, do you realize that when you're under high levels of stress that your risk for diabetes, heart disease, cancer goes up by X, Y, Z, that that it is hurting your ability to produce an income. It's hurting your relationships. And you kind of have to educate them as to why they need to get help. All right. Number 10 is wellness and natural healing. This can be a tough niche compared to something like weight loss because it's often difficult to sell prevention. The more you used your health coaching to solve a specific problem for a motivated group of people, the easier it will be to get clients. This is true even if your approach is holistic and helps with a lot of things. We want to really zone in on the specific problem, the specific problem. And again, this is an area that I think kind of requ requires some education. And I'll use I'll use our niche as an example here when I talk about this. Most of my students in our year-long inner circle program where we teach people how to position themselves as the go-to expert in their niche and how to get high-paying clients and we teach them the skills of marketing, attracting their tribe, getting people on their list, moving them into a high-ticket offer. Most of my students came in not realizing that this was the thing that they wanted to do. It kind of required stirring their imaginations, calling them back to the thing that God has placed them on the planet for, reminding them of their call, that you're here to help other people. And then they get stirred up about it. Then their imagination, their holy imagination starts working on it. And I have to mix that with a little bit of reality is the reality is if somebody else is writing your paycheck, you don't have job security because your boss has options that don't include you. So the smartest thing that you can do for your family and for your future and for your finances is to learn how to produce income yourself without high overhead. And that's where the influencer space, in my opinion, hands down, is better than absolutely anything out there in terms of, of income potential, in terms of personal fulfillment, where you're getting great joy out of helping others and doing the thing that God put you on the earth to do when you're in your sweet spot and your genius zone. There's no better place to be. All right, let's move on to the business niches, the business niches. First up, number 11, but first up in the business niche is investments and retirement. And Zachary, you actually came out of this field. Why don't you read this for us? Yeah, great business niche. Whether it's through real estate or another form of wealth, ma wealth management, people want to know how to manage their money. Make sure you're qualified to give financial advice and use client case studies to help build your credibility. Also, keep the focus on what your potential clients want, not on what they already know they should do. Right. That's right. All right. Number 12 is growing a business, growing a business. And um, Jillian, I'm going to have you read this one because you have a business background. You had your own production company before you came to Kingdom Builders Academy. Growing a business. Tell us about it, Jillian. 
general business coaching is a well-established niche at this point. The challenge is that it can be a bit too broad if you don't narrow in on a specific target market or become known for a unique approach. Coaching others to succeed in any, in any industry that you've already mastered is a great way to go. Exactly. So for people who are just starting off, let's say, with their own production company, they don't want to learn it all from scratch. Much better to go to somebody like Coach Jillian, who already had her own very successful company filming commercials and doing marketing videos. Learn from her. How do how do I attract clients, Coach Jillian? How do how do I make my business flourish? What do I need to do? Much better to pay a coach to show you how to grow your business who's already done it very successfully. So growing a business specifically in a in a unique target market is a is a great and lucrative, proven and profitable niche. All right, number 13 is sales and marketing. There will always be people who want help getting more leads and closing more deals. If you can help people get more clients and close more sales, this is a great niche for you. Number 14 is leadership. There are a few different elements to leadership coaching. Sometimes it's about helping the leader get more out of their team. Other times it's about helping the person develop their own leadership skills. Either way, the executive coaching niche is one of the most well-established niches that you can enter. Number 15, under business niches, it's time management and productivity. This can be a tricky one because most people don't actually care about being more productive, believe it or not. What they care about is what greater productivity will get them. In other words, more time with their kids or more money. So if you choose this niche, make sure that you focus your messaging on the results that you get for people, not on the process. And I would say that that's really true with with every niche, too, is that you don't want to focus on the deliverables. You want to focus on the outcomes. What are the benefits? What are they going to get? What's going to change for them? How is their life going to improve? That's what you want to focus on. You want to focus on the results, not the process. Number 16, we're moving into development niches now, development niches. Number 16 is money mindset, money mindset. Now, I'm usually hesitant to recommend coaching niches that are all about mindset because it's a difficult thing to sell. But when we're talking about creating financial abundance, that's a whole different story. Many people have challenges with their belief system about money that they're ready to handle. Just make sure that you market to the ones who can afford your help. So I'll just tell you right now that if you want a tough road to hoe, then pick broke people. You know, I'm going to help you get out of debt. I'm going to help you solve your your money problems. Well, the the situation that you're setting up for yourself there is clients that don't have the money to pay for your expertise. So that's not that's not a niche that I would recommend. Um I would say start with an easier niche. You can still help those people for sure, but start with a little bit easier niche when you're first getting started. Um, and then you can maybe pivot to that once you have a good foundation. Coach Sam, I think that that's a point that's true for almost any niche. Like I think if we took any of these niches, there's always going to be a spectrum of the different income levels, right? Like in a weight loss niche, you could be going out to help people with weight loss. Guess what? There's going to be certain people who need help with weight loss that just cannot afford any support, right? Then there's also going to be people that need help with weight loss 
that make seven figures, eight figures. So when you're thinking about picking your niche and then getting really targeted with your messaging to that niche, usually starting out, it's best to just target the higher income side of that spectrum, right? Like we know a weight loss coach that uh, he goes after CEOs, right? Like if you're doing great in business, but you're not doing great in your health, this is for you, right? Versus if you're, you know, just struggling in every area of life, like I can also help you with your health. That's not going to land the same way. And it's not going to result in paying clients. And, but like you're saying, Coach Tam, is you can branch out from there. Like once you start making an impact and you start making an income and you got the the train on the tracks and you're building momentum, guess what? You can expand to other parts of, of the kind of the income ladder. But when you're starting out with really any of these niches, if you can find one of these like proven profitable niches and then realize there is an income spectrum and I should really cater my messaging to the people in my niche that can afford help. And then once I start helping those people, it gives you the the freedom and the finances and the opportunity to expand what you're doing and to create more resources for more people. But starting out, like let's pick a proven niche and then let's go after the people in that niche that are really totally able to pay for help. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna say too that that when you're in this space, there are gonna be way, way, way more people who love you than who criticize you, but you have to be willing to deal with some criticism because it's going to happen. I mean, statistically speaking, we're told that 15 to 20% of any population has mental health issues. A lot of times those people are very critical and very vocal on social media, things like that. I'm telling you this because you're going to be criticized for even having a high ticket program. You'll be criticized that you're charging people to help them. But that's okay because you're going to be criticized anyway. Jesus is a perfect example of this. Jesus, without sin, completely perfect, holy, he was criticized. He was called a drunkard and a friend of sinners and a glutton and demon-possessed, right? So if they're going to criticize Jesus, they're going to criticize you too. And I think the way that you kind of have to think about it, when you have a high ticket program and you're investing yourself in somebody who has the finances to invest money with you so that you can spend the time with them to get them the result that they want, there are always going to be other people who are saying, well, you should just be helping me for free. And the way I think about it is, hey, let's make a deal here. I mean, I don't say this out loud, but this is what I tell myself. I say, let's make a deal here. I will not criticize you if you don't criticize me, okay? So if you don't criticize me for helping the people who can afford to, to do my program, I won't criticize you for being so broke that you can't afford to do my program, you know, because it works both ways. Like people can be judgy towards you, but you have to recognize that you're not for everybody. Nobody's for everybody. Jesus wasn't for everybody, right? Jesus got criticized. So I, I say you just st stay grounded in the fact that you have a skill set, you have an expertise, you have a heart to help people, but you also have bills to pay. Like, let's just be practical about this. If you're helping everybody for free, then you better be willing to live under a bridge and 
you know, live on government cheese. So that's just something that you have to wrap your mind around is that if you're going to help people, you're going to need to put a price tag on that. And then after you've got paying clients helping you, yeah, you can help people for free if you want to, but don't fall into the trap of feeling guilty because somebody can't afford your your program. Really, that's more their problem than it is your problem. You're you're just you're just providing a service for the people who want to participate. Nobody's obligated to participate. You're just providing help for the ones who want to. All right, number 17 is finding purpose and passion. Finding purpose and passion. What people usually want here is to get paid to do work that they love. So make sure you focus on how their purpose can translate to their career and finances. Please let me say it again, because everybody wants to talk about purpose now. I'm going to help you with your purpose, your identity, your your purpose, your purpose, right? Okay, well, is, is somebody really staying up late at night, biting their nails, going, oh my gosh, I don't know my purpose. I don't know my purpose. I better find a coach and pay them a bunch of money to help me find my purpose. No, usually not. So make sure that you focus on how finding their purpose can translate to their career and finances and fulfillment, greater joy in life. Make sure you aren't attracting people who have inertia and are using their lack of clarity as an excuse not to take action. Number 18, spiritual development. Helping people to grow spiritually, whether that is through prayer, evangelism, prophetic ministry, counseling, spiritual gifts, or pastorally, is a niche that appeals to many Christians. Just be sure to create a solution-focused offer that people see the value in and are willing to pay for. Number 19, transformation and transitions. This is under the development niches. People often get restless or frustrated with their current work, circumstances, location, or relationships, and may want some support in making the leap to something new. Many need help overcoming past trauma and moving on successfully. I I love this niche personally. When people are in transition, when they are at a fork in the road and they're not sure which way they should go, whether that is in their relationships, whether that's in their career, um, financially, they're open. They're really open to taking, taking a new path and they're often kind of insecure about doing it themselves. They need accountability. So I I love the transitions niche. All right, Zach, I thought you had something to say there. You were leaning forward like, I have a word. All I right. got questions, but I'll, I want to get through 20 first. All right. So number 20, peak performance. Peak for performance is number 20. Some people, especially those in athletics, executives, and financial services are willing to pay good money to perform at their best each day. Find them and coach them. This is a great clientele to work with is peak performance. And these are action takers. These really are dream clients. When people say, hey, look, I I want accountability. I want new strategies. I want to be pushed. Those are great clients to work with. They show up on time. They do their homework. They get results and they get it much, much quicker than they could on their own. And you get to see, you get to see and experience the joy of that with them. So there you have it. The top 20 proven and profitable niches. I love it. I love it. So here's my question for everybody. So for our for our listeners, I want you to think about this. And for everybody here in our inner circle that's live with us. How many of those and which of those could you do? 
Like, which of those do you find that I excel in this area, right? Like I've had uh, a weight loss transformation. I've had uh, success in this area of relationships or in this area of business or in this area of personal development. Think about that. And then this is where we can start discovering like, hey, I've got an opportunity to enter this space and to excel in this space. So Coach Tam, Coach Jillian, feel free to feel free to chime in. But I, I can see here in the chat, I could do five of them, two of them, number nine and number 19. I could do this one. I could do that one. And like it says, Coach Tam, like pick a niche. <laughs> Just pick one of these and yeah. jump into this space, jump into the water and and start building, you know, get some clarity, get some clients and just take it step by step from there. Absolutely. All right, you guys, there you have it. The 20 proven profitable niches for writers, speakers, coaches, influencers, ministers, and entrepreneurs. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. Tune in for another exciting episode. Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting exciting episode.